you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. Ooh, blah, and blah. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Ah, oh, it's gangbusters. Damn shit. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? Hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to episode number 73 of the Dave Damashek Football Program, a belated Dave Damashek Football Program, available as always on iTunes, seated my immediate right, ready to talk football and uh, the world of sports, nay, just the world, from NFL.com. It's Adam Rank. What's the poop? Hey, boss. Thanks for having me. Sure, the sure. My pleasure. Of, the summer of Rank continues I don't on. Know. I see on Twitter. I follow yes. you on the Twitter, at Adam Rank, and you always are making reference to this summer of Rank jazz. I have no yes. idea what it means. It, it is. It, it's hard to quantify. It's more of a lifestyle than anything else. I don't think it's any big, like, any big thing that you can follow. It's not a regimen you can follow. You just got to be living the summer of rank, you know, and it was. Well, it you pretended to be a Kings fan, and so you feel How happy. Dare you. you feel happy about that. You feel happy about your Halos turning it around. Am I pretending to be a Halos fan, too? No, I know that that's sincere, at least. Oh, okay. Thank what, you. It, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who summer it ain't. Dave Damashek's. No? I want to know if it's the summer of rank. When's it? When's it my turn? When, when does? It? When does the sun get to shine on me already in this life? <laughs> It's more than half over, I got to assume. 
When's it Damashek's turn already? Let me tell you what happened to me, Rank. And then, well, don't worry. We got the, the great Steve Smith, our old pal. Mm-hmm. He's coming up in a little bit. He's going to be in Studio 66 for the first time. That'll be grand. Just yesterday, in case you missed it, the uh, the final 10 names of the top 100 of the NFL Network's top 100 players of 2012 unveiled, as usual, Rank. You and me did our podcast. Look for that. Uh, obviously available on iTunes, and you can also track it down at uh, davedamashek.nfl.com. Do so, won't you? Um, listen to what happened to me the other day, though. Two days ago, I'm at the gymnasium what? making my miles. That's right. I like to make uh, I like to make some miles on the treadmill. You see? You're not. What about the weights? Are you throwing around the weights? Well, I mean, as you can see, I, I, I do have a little bit of glow, a little summer glow from the Southern California sun, and. I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not exactly putting up, uh, you know, thirty reps at two twenty-five or anything right. like that. But I pick up. Uh, I pick up the weights, and when that happens, they call it. They say the Iron Age has blended with the Bronze Age, as <laughs> you can see. Is that what they say? That's what they say. That's right. Well, People say, you, talk you, about your that. pecs are coming in. You're looking sure. a little bit more intimidating. Sure, I am. Sure, I am. But nothing compared to the man that I saw at the gymnasium mm-hmm. the other day. He had on a ridiculous, he was very fit, this guy. Young guy, really, really fit and ripped and pleat. But not, I don't mean Schwarzenegger ripped. I mean, like, you know, more Brad Pitty. Like, you know what I mean? Like movie star John muscles. John Eric Hexum? Yes, like yes, great, uh, great uh, name from the past. The late great John Eric Hex. So <laughs> yes, Google sir. him, kids. He lost his life in a in an odd way. That's what, my foundation. I run the in John the eighties. There was a TV show called what was Cover that? Up. Cover Up. Yeah, it was only on for like five or six episodes because well, he, he died. died. Yeah, somebody shot him with that. They thought he shot himself as a joke. He did it. He was. Uh, they were sitting around the set. It was taking a long time in between takes, and then they said, "Oh, we're going to have another delay." He picked up a prop gun put it to his head and pulled the trigger like, hey, I'm going to kill myself. He actually did because when even though there's a blank in the cartridge, it still expels something and it hit his head and it caused a, a minor fracture, but enough to uh, cause hemorrhaging in the brain and he died. Hmm. Well, you expel something that uh, causes minor hemorrhaging in my brain. But all right, listen, so I'm at the gymnasium and this guy is down there and he has on a turquoise tank top mm-hmm. that he has fashioned He's taken the scissors or whatever to it, or maybe he's gone Hulk Hogan and ripped it himself. Right. All the way down just above the navel to show his ample muscular bosoms mm-hmm. and his ripped abs for all the world to see. Okay. Then he's tucked that into his sweatpants. <laughs> all right. Then he has on his dirty shower flip-flop things, okay. you know. And it occurs to me as I'm making my miles, I'm winding them down on the treader, and it occurs to me... I should start a whole series because, like everybody else, when you're at the gymnasium, I you know you see people in ridiculous outfits, mm-hmm. odd-looking individuals. I hate, I hate the guy wearing cargo shorts. Yep, I don't like that guy. I cannot stand it. Well, there are a lot of people. I don't like you know. I don't like the mayor of the gymnasium, oh. the guy who works the floor. Mm-hmm. Is this it? Is this it for you? Is this your high watermark for socializing? Yep. Knows everybody. You don't yeah. have to come up to me and comment on my T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Pittsburgh Pirates, huh? Hell, yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I used to watch uh, Roberto Clemente. Good for you. What are we going to talk awesome. about? Are we going to have a long exchange about this while while I'm trying to in vain try to do a pull up? Come on, p- please leave me alone. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm humiliated enough without you standing there trying to have a conversation about a real. There was a legendary guy in the Huntington Beach 24 hour fitness named Steve O'Brien that my friends and I, for now, the mayor of any gym is known as the O'Brien. 
Very nice. Well, so there are many characters. And so it occurs to me I should start a series mm-hmm. on Twitter or otherwise, or maybe we'll do it on the DaveDamashek.NFL.com uh, blog page. Maybe that's right. a good home for this. Is I just would like to have a, a collection of photos. In fact, why doesn't everybody, you know, in the spirit of togetherness and, and communication with uh, with the social media out there, why don't you tweet me, at Damashek, D-A-M-E-S-H-E-K. Tweet me whatever individuals you see at the gymnasium, and we'll just have to blur those photos out because I don't think you're allowed to show faces of people. Sure you can. I don't think you're allowed to. We're in to. a public spot. I think that's legal. I, I think no, but I, anyway. I don't think as long as we're not selling them. It's in the, it's in the, it's in the realm of so, uh, uh, journalism. All right, counselor. Now listen. I don't want to uh, – we're not uh, working the finer points of our legal system. I'm telling you this story. So I decide I'm going to take a picture of this ridiculous outfit, mm-hmm. and it will be the first in my ongoing series of bad uh, uh, bad outfits for the gymnasium. So I immediately – I'm worried, oh, the guy might leave before I finish. I better jump off the treadmill right now. I'm going to take a photo of him. So I jump off. I go down. I get my, I get my cell phone to take the picture, and I'm so stupid – that I forget that I've jumped off a moving treadmill, and when I go to take the photo of the guy, I go to put my foot on the treadmill to, to, to stabilize myself, and of course it's still moving, so I fall, bam, hard on my face. <laughs> I slam down on the treadmill, <laughs> causing those around me to, to run to me. Are you all right? Are you all right? I'm humiliated, of course. So I so I slink over to to the side of the treadmills and I'm all by myself except that there's one guy next to me giving me the stink eye like what are you taking photographs of people lifting weights for and I say <laughs> and I tell him my purpose I say oh, this is the first in a series of ridiculous gym outfits look at that guy and I I chuckle and he straight faces me like I don't know what you're doing but I don't care for it and continues on his uh, on his treading. And uh, so I'm taking <laughs> so now I'm taking pictures of a random guy right. in the gym, and I take eight or ten of them, and I'll show you my cell phone to prove that this is no jive. I, th- I take all of them taking these pictures. Suddenly I feel a tap on my shoulder. It's an employee of the of gymnasium saying, sir, what are you doing? Uh, you know, you're not allowed to do that. If you want to sign a waiver, you can do that if this is for some public use, so on and so forth. And then I say, no, no, don't worry. This isn't for public use. So now this guy walks away. What's he, I'm just I'm just some creepy guy taking photographs of people lifting weights at the gym. So the point is, my new art, my this this new project that I I've taken on comes uh, not without its pain. Uh, first, I face plant on the treadmill, and then I'm humiliated by getting busted by the person at the gym telling me to stop doing this, to stop taking random pictures. I think it's a lot better if you actually take a picture with the guy. Ah, because that's gravitas right there. Be like, hey, can I take a photo? I kind of want to, you know, I admire your ripped abs. Your outfit is ridiculous. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So I got to uh, anyway, I just wanted to, <laughs> wanted to share that horrible story of uh, what happened. All right. Are you getting so, out the photos? I'm getting them out as we speak here. I also we have to get to uh, along with Steve Smith. We're going to be getting to um, we're going to return two weeks later to the launching of our new segment, Dead or Alive. Oh, sweet. So we'll play a little Dead or Alive. Here he is. See the picture okay. of him? We'll put that up, like I say, on davedamashek.nfl.com. I have the photo. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. That's, See? Look at that outfit. You know what? It looks like a singlet. Like he's wearing a, a wrestling singlet like somebody. The green. The neon it's green. It's neon green, which is good. Shirt. Yeah. And he's got, he's got, when you're that big, you can have sandals on. No, it's never acceptable. I don't like... He's got the black sweats with the red, and it's just not matching enough. 
What do you feel? I don't know if you're one of these people, but if you're wearing Reebok shoes, can you wear Nike socks coming out of it, or do you have to have some sort of plain, nondescript socks? Do you mix? No, it's fine. I don't care about uh, brands and such. You know, I don't. I don't like though when hipsters go out of their way to wear different color socks. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you know you're doing that when you're walking out the door. You're trying to affect the I don't care vibe for the world. Two different colors, yeah. Yeah, that 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 goes too far. That's ridiculous. All right, so listen, we're gonna do the. Should we do dead or alive right now? There's one thing I did want to mention though. Did you notice early in the week that there was a tropical storm by the name of Debbie? What? Debbie, and it wasn't even D-E-B-B-I-E, which I think is the most common way to spell Debbie. Mm-hmm. Or better yet, why don't we just go with Deborah? Right. Makes it more formidable. Yeah. This To, to, to call a, a hurricane or a tro- to call a natural disaster Debbie and then spell it with a Y, may as well spell it with an F, if you know what I mean, right. to the people who have to deal with that. Because now they're not only having their homes destroyed by this natural disaster, but it's by the natural disaster named Debbie with a Y. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's ironically dainty, and I don't like it. And then that lead, led me to start thinking, why don't they use the world's, or at least America's most popular sport, NFL football, and name a hurricane Debrickashaw. Yeah. Now that's now see now that at least there's some dignity in that. I lost my home to Hurricane Debrickashaw. <laughs> Who could handle that? You right. couldn't. Then I started thinking, well, the NFL gives us a lot of good names, actually. What about these? Debrickashaw is probably the best, but I like this one. Mm-hmm. Like the cornerback of the Denver Broncos, Hurricane Champ. <laughs> I mean, if you lose, you lose. That's what you're expected to lose to hey, that at least, one. At least we lost to the champs. That's exactly right. What about there's you know there's the linebacker Bear Woods mm-hmm. Hurricane Bear again Hurricane Bear okay. no no shame in losing to that one Hurricane uh, Zoltan you know Zoltan Mesco I know punter. him Hurricane Zoltan kind of scary at least yeah. sounds uh, exotic it sounds like the bad guy from Flash Gordon oh yeah that's right yeah Ooh, by the way Sam T Jones is the actor's name who plays uh, Flash Gordon in the Gem he apparently. Is has a uh, has a bit part in the new movie Ted, so uh, I'm going to see that. I'm going to see that just uh, just for that. He's uh, so. And then I was thinking, what about you know you have like Muhammad Massacoy? Could mm-hmm. you go Hurricane Muhammad? And then I think that would set uh, off. No. I think that would set off among the politically correct people of our society mm-hmm. an oh, outrage. No. no, no, yeah. But why? You know why? Did, why do they you have, can't, well, you're have? Well, can can the Middle East have Hurricane Jesus? <laughs> I don't. I think. Uh, I How think, would you feel? Like, uh, well, I don't I, think. That, I, I don't think that the, they're. I, I think it's physically impossible for most of the Middle East to have a hurricane. Right? Yeah, you never know. Um, but it's an interesting question. You, you can't do that, though. No, 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 no. You wouldn't be allowed. You'd have to. You'd have to. You know. It'd be frowned upon to do it. But yes. I don't know why it's a popular name in this country. There are plenty of people named Muhammad. Would that be an insult for it to be that way anymore? I have a sister, Debbie. Should she be insulted that there's a, a tropical storm, or should she be flattered by it? Hmm. It's interesting. And then That's I was thinking, true. wait, now you, yeah, Debrickashaw is a great name. And, you know, Hurricane Debrickashaw, the only one that might be better if we, if not just among active players, but if we go all time, mm-hmm. I think pretty cool, Hurricane Dick. Sure. That's pretty good. You know, Butkus, LeBeau, and whoever else. But that's uh, that wouldn't, you know, make sense. 
kind of fits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think about, you know, think about the guy. Oh, it was Hurricane Dick. Yeah. He, well, you know, Butkus, you know, he was, he was, uh, played with that, played with an edge, you know. Yeah. Kind of like Hurricane Indomitian. Mm, something like that. I like it, yeah. Hurricane Jack would even be good. Can Hur- you do nicknames? Hurricane Night Train. Hurricane Mean Joe. <laughs> That's it again. Like, that makes sense. Of what happened? Hurricane Mean Joe is what happened. Ooh, I'm not surprised to see what happened to your property then. Of course. Then again, you could go the other way, and the NFL provides plenty of terrible names mm-hmm. for a hurricane. Again, like on, on par with, uh, with uh, Debbie, even though these are fellas' names. Hurricane Chad. You know, no good. I don't want that. Hurricane Chad got the better of me. No, thank you. Hurricane Cam, Hurricane Percy, Percy. No, no, thank you. I don't want that. Then you know, then you have guys like Ziggy Hood, Hurricane Ziggy. Oh, that's a cartoon. Beat me up. That's embarrassing. Hurricane Frosty. That seems like a double. That seems like a mix. They have to be really cold. Like that would hit only. Maine in winter or something like that. <laughs> Hurricane Frosty. And then probably the worst one is Hurricane Beanie. <laughs> imagine if you got imagine if you got taken it down. It sounds like an accessory. Yeah. Hey, are you wearing your Hurricane Beanie? <laughs> also also Hurricane J. That wouldn't be good. <laughs> Hurricane J got me. Hurricane yeah. Seth. I've back in my college days I messed with Hurricane J. <laughs> Hurricane Sage. <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, just food for thought, as they say. <laughs> All right, so what do you say there, black tie behind the glass? What's the poop, by the way? What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Good. While we're talking names, uh, let me just remind you, black tie was good enough to put up a post of something we were talking about, a, a poll question, I should say, something we were talking about uh, last week on episode number 72. Um, I brought up the worst nicknames. And we were talking about Ladanian Tomlinson and his retirement. Um, so I said LT. Any any initial base nickname is is lazy in my book. Of course, LT. A, you know CJ two K. All those. So we put it to a poll. A Rod is lame. It's it's a stolen name, and you stole it from a weird guy at that. Aaron Rodgers. By the way, congratulations on being number one on the top 100 there. If you didn't hear, that's a maybe a spoiler alert if you didn't hear. But Rank and I, like I say, did talk about it on uh, Wednesday's podcast. Go and dig that one up. You'll hear our review of the top ten names from the uh, year t- uh, 2012. Also, yeah, I should say, we decided not to do the podcast on Tuesday. We're doing it uh, as we record. Uh, it's Thursday. And uh, so so listen to that. Sorry for the two-day delay on that. But the by far and away, the runaway Forty five hundred of you voted on this poll. Mark Sanchez, aka Sanchez. Sanchez. Fifty eight percent. That's a huge amount for all the names we threw out. Fifty eight percent of you hmm. went for that one. They hate that name. Well, it's because it's bad. Talk about uh, sadly ironic. That's it. He yes. he's anything but. Same thing with CJ two K. Yeah, he's a far cry from those two K. Let's see if he can get fifteen hundred. I think fantasy fans would be thrilled with that. All right. So what do you say there, uh, Black Tie? Do you want to get to uh, want to get to dead or alive here? Go ahead. All right, then let's do it. All right, here's what we do. I'll just ask you guys a question, and you tell me based on the answer is one of two things: dead or alive. Hence the mm-hmm. name of uh, hence the name of the thing. So let's do it right now, and I'll start off. With this question for you, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, 
They're now world champions, if you didn't hear. They won it a week ago or so. And um, so, I, you know, I, for one, and I've been talking about it, so this is old news to you if you've been if you've been listening to the podcast. I'm happy for LeBron. I, I, yeah. You know, it, it was it's to me... What are you rooting for? If you root for Oklahoma City, then you're sort of rooting for the heartbreak of Seattle fans who must be just disgusted to watch Good point. the to watch this team that I mean they had Kevin Durant in their last season, then he go they they all moved down to Oklahoma City. Suddenly they get to enjoy that that glory while, while they went through what they went through in between from nineteen seventy nine until uh, you know, a couple years ago when and they lost owners. And the owners of the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder actually have a pretty they take up. They're on a one end of a very polarizing political political debate that rages in this country. Debating depending on how you may feel one way or the other. So that a lot of fans who are rooting oh, really? for Oklahoma City might not have known what the uh, owners' politics were and might have disagreed. Hmm. Oh, well, I, I don't. I don't know the answer which way they lean. But um, and then on the other hand, if you're rooting for LeBron, then that assumes that you don't mind seeing all those Cleveland people sad. So either way, that's a wash. Somebody, you know, former fan base is going to be devastated mm-hmm. by that. So to me, that was a wash. And I, I really, on a human level, I couldn't stomach watching. Everybody's, oh, he's a multimillionaire, LeBron. He did it to himself with uh, with his with this stupid decision. But it was really getting hard to watch that guy collapse, you know. I'm glad to see him get over it. Was it? Yes. It, it, and... The other thing to consider is if the Heat would have, I mean, if uh, the Thunder would have won, then they would have won the next three. You know, mm-hmm. I, th- I I don't think anybody would come back. I don't, I don't know that there's a way to, to, once that team gets over the hump, I think then they go on a roll of winning probably three or four in a row now. Um, so now we have what feels like a possible rivalry. Anyway, that's a, a fair amount of exposition for the dead or alive question, which is this. <laughs> LeBron promised when he signed that contract. I think I even asked this exact same question on our first Dead or Alive. I'm going to do it again. But now it's now it's now it's different. You know, he said not one, not two, not three, not four. Is his dream of not two, not three, Dead or Alive? Rank. I'll start with you. The Heat is a team. That part is dead. Are a team. Don't get caught up in that grammatical conundrum. Yeah. The Heat are twelve guys. The Heat yes. are a team. The Heat are a team. They're not winning seven. They're not winning no. six. They're not winning five. They're not winning four. They're not winning three. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what. Here's what's dead. LeBron James is a choker. Dead. After he's won the championship, he's going to be a little bit more confident. He's going to be able to take over games more. They always are. But the guys like Chris Bosh and the other guys, those are the ones that start mailing it in. Hey, I'm a superstar. What? I won. Yeah. Well, so you didn't answer the question, so are they going to win another one? No. Dead. So it's dead. They've, they're they one and done with their title. Black tie, how say you? I'll say this. Miami just won the title with their second best player being about 80% of himself. That Correct. being Dwayne Wade and his And one injury. of the top half dozen players in the league, too. No, top, he's, if he's healthy, he's, top five in the league. And honestly. he's getting younger, so. No, he's getting older, understood, but oh. still. Um, he's not at that breaking point for yeah. NBA players. Give him a full off season of what hard is he? Thirty one. He's just uh, thirty right now. Thirty, yeah. Mm-hmm. He still has like three, four years. But how many years has he been in the league? That's the big thing. Like Kobe's, Kobe's only what thirty two, but he's been in the league fifteen years or something ridiculous. Curb, Kobe's thirty four, isn't he? Around there, thirty three, right, thirty four. Anyway, so they just won the title with their second best player being a shell of himself. 
So I would be very scared if I'm other NBA teams. I still think they can win two or three. I don't know. Four and five, all that gets really tough. So I would say two and three, which puts them at what? Four in total? Let's say four. Okay. Yeah, but but Chicago, Chicago didn't compete this year because they lost. Well, let me just say something. They were not competing well, let's, let's check with the doctor who's on hand here to check dead or alive. I, by the way, say that his promise of at least two, I'm going to go, I'll stop there. I'll say that that is very much alive, but let's hear what the doctor says. Yeah, of course it's alive. Listen, Rank, you just brought up what I was going to say, that the that the Chicago Bulls didn't have Derrick Rose, mm-hmm. which, which you know, was guess what? Derrick Rose ain't necessarily going to be 100% even in the playoffs next year. And that is the number one rival to the Miami Heats going forward, at least in the short term, in the Eastern Conference. So what, who, who's in the Heat's way of getting to the finals again next year? The Celtics? No. no. They're probably – the Heat may have Ray Allen by that point. The Ray, mm-hmm. they, they, Ray Allen might be on the, uh, on the Heat. And who else is coming up? The Sixers? Are the Sixers going to do it? No. no. Are the Pacers scary? They're fine. But what, what piece are they going to add that's going to make them ultimately capable of beating yeah, the but Heat? The Sixers – or excuse me, the Bulls could add somebody too. They could add somebody like Ray If Allen. Derrick Rose is not 100% and the dominant – and point guard, then they cannot beat that team. So they so they should always get to the finals. And yes, the Thunder probably are going to be there. It sets up to be very much like Bird and Magic in the eighties. That maybe these teams will trade championships. But I see no reason why the Heat. Um, you know, Dwayne Wade. Keep in mind too was not at his best this year, like Black Tie says. So let's say he's 100%, and they get through the playoffs with Chris Bosh with that injury. Remember, I mean, like three weeks ago, I think most people were throwing dirt on this Heat team, and now they're uh, now they're world champions. So, yes, I think that their hope of that is very much alive, and I'm sure David Stern and company are thrilled that LeBron got this one because now it makes the next season much more intriguing that they're on top of the mountain and the Thunder still have to go get them. I think if it was the other way around, I think we would all sort of be thinking, wow, this is just the start. We're going to see two, three more of these now for that young uh, Oklahoma City team. All right, enough about that one. All right, ne- next up on uh, Dead or Alive, the earlier this week, the big news. Mm-hmm. We now have a four-game, a four-team playoff in college football. Everybody says March Madness is the best college tournament, maybe the best postseason tournament in American sports today. It, are those days over now that we have a four-team college football playoff? Black tie, how say you? I say alive. Alive that college basketball is still Better be. than college football. Yes, and this is why. Just because the big reason that is so successful is a lot, a lot of it has to do with the Cinderella. And with a four-team playoff that's decided by the BCS still, there's still not going to be any Cinderella's. All right, and look who just walked in there, that microphone jazz you just heard there, walking into the studio all the way from England, our favorite uh, Miami Dolphins fan. It's Handsome Hank. He's Handsome Hank from England, Handsome from England. He's Handsome Hank from England, Handsome from England. He's Handsome Hank from England, Handsome from England. His name is Handsome Hank. He's handsome, he's handsome, he's handsome. Hello, handsome. How are you? Hi, Dave. I'm very sorry I'm late. No trouble. You're looking very summery. You're bronzy. The sun takes to your uh, to your 
Well, you know, you're very, what I would have thought. I, I, would, I didn't know that Englishmen could take sun. Well, it's taken exactly. I mean, I've been here about 18 months, and I've finally developed my, my pale skin is, is beginning to color. Very good. Very good. Uh, I don't know if you heard the question, if you're ready to jump in on it, but we're in the midst of dead or alive here. Oh, wow. And uh, the question was, with the, with the announcement earlier this week of a four-team college football playoff, is March Madness now, are its days as the premier college sporting event or postseason event is it are, are, are as number one dead or alive even though i couldn't get wow. that sentence out no, i think you understood i the do spirit i, of I it. understand where you're going with it i think they're probably still alive but um but you know just because of the tradition and and, and the fact that it lasts such a long time but i mean who who isn't excited about that and why is it taken so long to to come up with this you know this incredible formula four good teams mm-hmm. make them play each other have a final that's uh, it's um it's a pretty good idea. I can't believe no one thought of it before. It's gangbusters. The thing that's funny is, if I'm not mistaken, it's 12 years before they can revise it now. I think they built that in, that there, right. there's no opportunity to go back in and tweak <clears throat> it no matter what. I don't understand why you would yeah. you need to do why you would implement something like that. There's no way that you can sneak in there. Oh, we didn't. We, we completely missed this collectively. We <laughs> need to tweak it a couple of years. And nope, yeah. 12 years. 12 that's years, the way they do their business. Yeah. But all right, so be it. I don't want to complain about it. Rank, how say you? College basketball, the March Madness, as the premier sporting event, still very much alive. I know this; it probably doesn't mean much to you because uh, you don't like Las Vegas, you don't like college basketball, which is weird because you know you went to Indiana. False and now, false on both now, counts. So. Now that now that Indiana is good again, you can pretend like you're a college hoops aficionado once once more. Yeah, it's always going to be the best because it's a full day of ga- it's two full days of games. It's the ultimate sport. It is the ultimate sporting event. Nobody can duplicate it. Black tie is absolutely correct. The upset factor. Everybody remembers where they were when Lehigh beat Duke this year. You're just not going to be able to replace that. And plus, you got Wrong a fourteen. Again, I have no you idea where I was. You got a fourteen. Well, because you're not a fan, but <laughs> you're going to have a fourteen playoff, and you could very well. It's going to end up one year, and I guarantee you, in the, over the next. Over the next 12 years or however long they get it, there will be a year where all four teams will be from the SEC. <laughs> well, I, I, I highly doubt that. I think that's, You doubt it? Really? I think, I think it's impossible. I think you're obviously uh, exaggerating, but I, I can't if you're sincere about that. I am I sincere. Well, let's let's see what the doctor says. For the record, I say that this college football tournament will trump the March Madness one, but let's see what the good doctor says. Yeah, it's dead. Of course, it's dead. And in fact, by the way, it was I, I collaborated with uh, the doctor. It was a trick question. March Madness was never the best college uh, postseason tournament. Baseball had it beat. They do double elimination. That's the way to do it. Listen, this is good because it's going to be a meritocracy rank. Two, you know, I can I can see with the BCS as it was over the last what fifteen years or so, twenty years. I don't I don't mm-hmm. even remember how long it's been in effect where they. Hit where it was just the two best teams, so-called best teams, there was then room for the third team to always argue, well, what about us? And then you had the those whatever, the every year or two, you had a Boise State-type team. Oh, undefeated. What about where's our shot? All right, there's enough with four teams, and that's it. There is no way that, that the fifth team 
will have any legitimate... You, cr- no, you're absolutely wrong. No, because, no, 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 no. There because, will never no. be a team you're, that could say, they could say, we want our shot. The fifth team and sixth team might say, what about us? We want our shot at the national championship. That's... that. They can argue for that fourth spot, but there is no legitimate claim if you're that far back that, well, we, we really are the best team in the country. No, you're not. You're, there's no way that you could be categorized as such if you're rated fifth or sixth at that point. No, at, at that point. Be, I think it's pretty much bulletproof, and I love it. No, there there will be a time where a an undefeated mid-major type team will not go to this tournament because a one-loss Big 12 team, a one-loss SEC, hell, a two-loss SEC team will always get precedent over an undefeated team like University of Central Florida. Like if they ran the table, or Boise State, or San Diego State. Well, I wish, San we, Diego, I, well, wish I wish I had it in front of me. If I had this in front of me, I, I, black tie, maybe you could look it up real quick over the last, like, say, two or three years. Last year, if this if this system were in place, you would have had Stanford play LSU, you would have had Bama play Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. and then those winners would play each other, and you'd have a gangbusters Final Four tournament. And the team that came third would say, "We came third, and we right. had a good there would be no one it. else." And the team that now, was fifth couldn't say there'd be no way that that team could argue their way into it. Right. This is to me, like I say, what do no, I no, no, what no. do I always talk about? Wait, I talk on. about no, I always talk about a meritocracy, and I understand that all sports, NFL, baseball, added the extra wild card this year because they like fans to be as big a percentage of fans to be as engaged as possible for as long as possible. That's what it's about. It's about mm-hmm. television ratings, gate, and everything else. I understand the need for that. I'm talking about in a utopian world where those things didn't matter as much as proving who the best team is. I love, I wish we could have a, a baseball world. I live with Major League Baseball. Two teams win the pennant, and then they play each other, and they play a best of nine series. I know that's not compelling for casual fans. Same thing with March Madness. I know, I, I'm not going to tell this for the millionth time, but I don't like March Madness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to fill out your sheets and, and, the, and the assistant who doesn't watch. She loves to write down, pick the team who has the best uniform or whatever, and then she wins, and it's adorable that that happens. That has nothing to do with who the best team is. The team that wins the national championship is not the best team necessarily. I like when you have as few teams as possible, the teams that earned it over the course of a long regular season, getting there. This is what college football will be. We haven't lost any of the greatness of every week matters. That's why college football. Still, no, no, no. We've lost that a little bit. We have absolutely not. Guaranteed that we've lost it a little bit. What the year that the Fiesta Bowl had undefeated Boise State, undefeated TCU? Are you telling me that year those two teams would have gone? Both of those teams, I can't recall. See, the, one of I, them, can't, I can't recall the circumstances. But one of those teams would have been left out. So some, it, it will not. It, it will still be. There will still be arguments of teams not getting in, not getting their chance. What I would like to see with this, if it's true, like I would like to see. You know, at LSU, Alabama, all in the preseason. You can go across the country and go play somebody good and be entertaining. You don't have to you don't have to play host to Appalachian State or one of the other curtain jerkers or mid-card jobbers of college football. Go play somebody good cuz now you've got a, a playoff in place. You don't have to worry about a, a preseason loss knocking you out of the contention. Theoretically that's true, but uh some teams, some programs didn't ascribe to that uh, approach. 
I was I, I the the approach is actually exactly how I experience the NBA season as well. I wait until there's just four teams left, and then I get excited about it. That's <laughs> the, that's as far as I'm concerned. That's the best way to to experience that See, as well. That's taking away the regular season of college football. Well, I you know I think this is this is uh, wonderful news. I think it's going to be good. I you know I I if I assume you're still I still am. Uh, guessing that you're joking and you're being hyperbolic by saying there will be four SEC teams, but it, your your point yeah. are you the listen. frequency of two teams like Boise State and uh, TCU being undefeated is is a is a very minor concern to me. I know you are you you love to carry the torch for these mid major teams and their place among the big boys and everything, but. You know what? On the, the way, on the priority list, on the checklist, that's pretty far down there. This is going to be great. How can you possibly argue against this? Either for the because the rare occasion that two uh, two two traditionalist teams that wind up undefeated, well, they're in not some they're not crummy conference. TCU is that they not deserve their shot is is pokem. No. Two and apple. And you think, that, but right now, and you think the College World Series is. A bigger sporting event than March I didn't Madness. Say, I, I, I didn't say that. I like how you spin things. I didn't oh, say. I, I didn't say said, it's bigger. I said better. I said it's better is what I said it is. And I didn't say I don't like. I didn't say I don't like Las Vegas. I said if you have an opportunity to go on a little road trip with the fellas, you want to go out for a good time, eat well, roll the you know throw the throw the dice around, perhaps all that stuff. Go to the city of New Orleans. That's where it's at. Vegas is now. Uh, one of Phil Jackson's so-called plastic cities. It's, it's you know, it's a city on steroids. It, it has it, it, it's this sounds, this sounds like somebody who doesn't like Vegas. I like it fine. <laughs> I like going out there for a couple of days and hanging out. But I'm telling you, if you want to go to an authentic place with delish, with <laughs> an authentic. That's right. Okay. I mean, what do you think Las Vegas is? is what it's, a blend French... of, uh, it's a blend of it, everything else. It, it has fake Paris. New York City. It has fake Paris and so on. And New Va- Orleans. New Orleans. Has you get fake New Orleans. France. The French no. Quarter. Oh, you're ridiculous. No. Just as, you embarrass just as big, yourself. No, just as big of a tourist ripoff as anywhere else. <laughs> You're right. Yes, those those people with their phony uh, with their phony Cajun accents and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so silly, Rank. So silly. Um, all right. Uh, hey, uh, handsome. You just missed. I was thinking of NFL players' names. If you want to throw one in mm-hmm. here, it's not too late. I said, uh, you know, instead of Hurricane, well, we had Tropical Storm Debbie. Right. Do, how, what do they have? Do they have uh, Hurricane? I, I, I know this is a. An, uh, I see. I'll, I'll seem like an. Not seem like I am an ignorant American. Do they have hurricanes There's in no the hurricanes. UK? I think there was one in uh, like five years ago. There was one because the water's one, not warm enough, right? I you know. And there's right. I mean, there's just drizzle. That's really what. That's our. That's our major uh, weather type. Um, Does you know, Italy it, have hurricanes? No, I don't think. I, I mean, nowhere in Europe really has regular like. Why? Because well, the water isn't season. warm enough in Italy. Well, the water's warm enough, but I think there's more that goes into it. It's not just I like, oh, we've got some warm water. I appreciate What your- am I, a meteorologist? No, don't that, come no. in here and attack me. <laughs> that's why you got it wrong, Dave. <laughs> that's, that's why you don't know. <laughs> I, well, I didn't know. So I, I said, you know, why don't instead of things like Hurricane Debbie, which is humiliating to have your home destroyed by, by something like that. Oh, I like that. What's, what's not pathetic is your pronunciation of the word pathetic. Pathetic. Um, I said, what about Hurricane Debrickashaw? Any other names that strike your fancy from the world of the NFL? Hurricane Jamarcus. I think that could do some damage to your <laughs> That's house. Good. Yeah, um, nice. Uh, Hurricane Cromarty. 
that Ooh. would uh, that you know that would spin off into several smaller hurricanes, maybe um, <laughs> none of which uh, Hurricane Cromarty would know the name. A decades-long scourge yeah. on the on the coastline. It leaves line. the women pregnant, maybe. <laughs> I, think, I think you're a little too on the nose. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, those are pregnant two with fear. Yeah, do that one. Yes. That little punch up yep. that makes it work barely. You guys are being too subtle. <laughs> Uh, those are the two that I can think of. Well, your I'll, new quarterback, your new quarterback is uh, Ryan. That's not exactly. That's not be a, very that's good. Not Hurricane a tough, Ryan. No, Hurricane wouldn't Ryan so wouldn't be so good. Hurricane Ricky. Yeah. Yep. Larry though. Larry. That wouldn't be bad. Larry, Why don't they Larry's Zonka. a hard drinking. Ha, Larry's a hard drinking kind of hurricane. <laughs> Hurricane Larry's coming yeah. for you. What's all you people doing here? Yeah, Hurricane Larry, the drunken, uh, the drunken uh, natural disaster. Um, hey, I got a, a an interesting tweet. If you'd like to drop me a line, please do. Again, it's at Damashek, and uh, you can drop our uh, English pal here, Handsome Hank, NFL Hank, uh, NFL UK Hank. I'm sorry, I always get confused with that. NFL UK Hank. And then Black Tie, do you care to update us on your Twitter? I, I don't know what you are so busy with that week after week <laughs> you can't open a Twitter account so that people uh, who listen to the show can hit you up. There's a couple of things. There's my remix, obviously. Yeah, what happened um, with that? <laughs> I know you're busy not doing that, so. Working on that. Um, there's a lot of things going on, Dave. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I like how <laughs> you don't, don't worry about don't it. Don't worry about it. Except that it directly affects what we're doing here, so I, I kind of do worry about it. Do you want to open one or no? Eventually. All right, good. I'll look forward to that. I'll hold my breath. So somebody dropped me a line. Uh, in, uh, you know, uh, Rank was doing a lot of movie talk and best football movies and so on. Over the last month at NFL.com. Look up all that work if you wish. In Triplicate Pod is uh, the name of the person who tweeted me. And he says, uh, makes an interesting point. Wesley Snipes has to be the only actor to have movies in which he plays four different sports. Football, he has the high, he's a high school movie, Wildcats mm-hmm. with Goldie Hawn. Baseball, Major League, of course. Um, basketball, White Man Can't Jump. And then Undisputed, a boxing movie. I never saw that one. No. But uh, but four, he's a four-sport four cinematic hero. athlete. Is there anyone who could rival that? I think that's a great point there. And, I I mean, Gene Hackman coached high school basketball and, and uh, pro football. But I, I can't even think of I – mean, sh- there's got to be guys. Tom who, Cruise did three. He did football. Football. He was in the Irish fighting movie. Okay, I'll give that one a pass. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't. Man. I don't think that was. I, those weren't sanctioned. Yeah, bouts. he was. He was. He, oh wait, yeah, he racing. was a motor racing. He's right. a NASCAR driver, right? And uh, he was a volleyball player in Top Gun. Nah, I can't. I can't allow it. <laughs> I can't allow the oh, volleyball. Dang. He almost had it. Almost had it. But he's got three. Balboa. Bal- I mean, uh, Stallone is Balboa. Of course, he's the world champion, mm-hmm. and then he also. Play soccer. He does in against the Nazis. He be, he beat. He is the goalkeeper against the Nazi scourge in uh, victory. Um, and golf? Did you say? No, I said in goal. Yeah. No, so no, no, oh, Kevin Costner. But golf makes me think Kevin Costner is a right. golfer and a baseball two. player. Sandler's got football, hockey, football, hockey, golf. He's a golf. golf. He's an ex golfer. Isn't he a pro golfer in uh, Happy yeah, football, Gilmore? Or hockey and golf. Yeah, that, that's two in that one. That's three. But nobody, right. yeah, that's three. He's a two. Well, that's pretty good. He's a two-sport athlete in the same movie, as is um, 
what's uh, uh, uh dang what's his name db sweeney in the cutting edge he's Ooh. a he's an nhl oh, player wait, uh, who tom, turned, wait, uh, turned tom figure Cruise, skater professional pool player color of money wow wow interesting take that in triplicate pod yeah rank got the better of you i wouldn't be too proud of yourself in triplicate pod if uh, <laughs> <laughs> rank at you. What the no, hell is that no, supposed you, to be? It's mean? a draw. It's a draw is what happened there. Wow, that's pretty good, Rank. Well, then I think volleyball puts him over the top. Who did over the, the top. Ah, over the top. Stallone. Balboa Stallone is a professional arm wrestler. <laughs> and over the top. This is all coming together. <laughs> we got to really work on this. I think uh, Yeah, I think we've just scratched the surface here. Again, I think I, think I know what we're going to be doing on NFL.com on Friday. You could do at but you could do uh, you could chase down Black Tie on Twitter, but of course he doesn't have a Twitter handle to tweet him at. So I guess you'll uh, be forced to do it to me at Damashek and uh, the rest of the fellows there. All right, so what do you think? Should we now turn things over to our pal Steve Smith? You know what? Why don't we do this real quick? Number seventy three. We honor the player who wore the, that number, the episode number, best in his athletic career, not just in NFL football, but in all sports. And today we have number 73. And get it ready there, Black Tie. I have to take out the hand Solo Edition blaster once again and turn it upon myself. A couple weeks ago, I forgot to mention uh, Gino Malkin, now the Art Ross and uh, Hart Trophy winner from your Pittsburgh Penguins. I forgot to mention him among the great 71s. I put the uh, the blaster on myself for that one. What did I do last week? Number 72, I said, L.C. Greenwood. Why did that get in my head when we had already mentioned him four weeks ago? As number 68, of course, Hollywood Bags with the gold shoes, on the, the great defensive end for the Pittsburgh Steelers back in the 70s. I somehow spit out that name instead of Dwight White. I don't know what happened to my brain. <laughs> I, maybe it was the blaster. Was the, maybe was, it was the sting of the blaster. Maybe it was I don't know the sting. I, yeah. What was that? So, what was the photo on the? If you go to the Dave Damashek, the blog page when we when it's we not put that the, hard to remember. DaveDamashek.nfl.com. It is hard to remember, apparently for you because you're oh, too we busy fridge, besting yes. in triplicate pod. Um, the uh, so yes, so number seventy three, not very rich in history. Of course, not in any other sport. Michael Ryder. From uh, from the Canadians and uh, Bruins and you know nice sniper if uh, if you're a hockey fan but not uh, a future Hall of Famer by any means. Not, uh, number seventy three in the NFL you have Mark May, mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. Uh, Pitt Panther from those uh, you know from the Danny Marino era. You have Larry Allen from the Troy Aikman Cowboys era, and then you have John Hanna from the Steve Grogan, Pate and, and others. Tony era. Eason. As well, yeah, Tony Eason. I, bet, I wonder Joe okay. Klecko. I bet. Oh, really, Klecko from Cannonball Run. From Cle- Cannonball Run, and I've mentioned that before too. That that is one of the weirdest cameos. Cameos, yeah. That it's Joe Klecko, and he's paired off with the guy, you know, because they all in, in Cannonball Run rules. Yeah, unless you're if you're not familiar. Are you familiar? Oh, you know the Cannonball Absolutely, Run. Absolutely, you were, know those yes, films. Yes, those movies are. Um, I I grew up. I love those. They're quite they're, popular. They're quite popular. Um, they drive a van. That's the car you no want to take cross country. Was in it, no, they don't drive a van. They drive a pickup. They drive no, a. They, they drive. Know. They drive. He's four door pickup truck. Don't make me prove you wrong. If this. you want to do he this, Rank, a van. if you want to do this, then let's do it. But let's have some stakes attached to it. What stakes do you want? Stakes. Don't play Sounds games good. with me. Don't play. Ah! Are no. you agreeing 
with the under the watchful eyes of Black Tie and Handsome Hank. So what's he driving? What are the stakes of Wait, this? What, what are you saying he's driving? I'm telling you, okay. he and the guy who, by the way, that why I love this pairing is you have Joe Klecko, mm-hmm. all pro defensive lineman from the New York Jets at the time, from the New York Sacks Exchange, and he's driving around with the actor who I've never seen before since. Except in the uh, in, in, in the Swayze picture, the Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze murder picture. Ghost. ghost. Couldn't mm-hmm. think of what ghost. The murderer. Not the guy who hires the guy, but the actual trigger man it, who mugs Patrick Swayze and shoots him dead mm-hmm. and then gets eaten oh, yeah. by the demons. Mm-hmm. That's Joe Klecko's partner in that truck. Now, this is your chance to get off the hook. The fact that I know that should indicate to you that I'm pretty familiar with Cannonball what? Run. And I'm telling you, they drive a four-door pickup truck that they inexplicably vault over oh, a, a moving great. train. Yeah, they vault wrong. over a moving no. train. That's not Joe Klecko. That's somebody else. That's not Joe Klecko. He's riding with the black guy. He's like, you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. That's not right. Joe Klecko. Joe Klecko's the guy who they, they pull over and he lifts up the van and he's holding it so he can change the tire. It's a gray it's a gray panel van. All right, what's what are the stakes? All right, that's all I'm stakes? asking you for. I'm asking you what the what stakes are, you, are there, Rick. Shave your head if you're wrong. <laughs> well, that's not very fair, is it? <laughs> oh. Name your name your price. I mean, listen, uh, let's let's think about this. Uh, black tie, what do you think the stakes should be? I say a tattoo. A tattoo. A tattoo of what, though? And a big weird. L on his fat forehead. How about this? A tattoo of Dito Brock is the best quarterback ever. Oh, <laughs> Black tie gets his Dating first one. Takes the donut up next to his name there. We try to work Black Dito tie, Brock. You and I tied at one each. The great uh, L.A. Rams Q, or the not-so-great L.A. Rams QB into every podcast. And whoever does it first gets uh, gets the point. And this time, it's Black tie who gets it. Good for you. Um well, I mean, listen, I know I'm right about this, so I don't this know what great. the stakes are. I mean, I don't know. How about $18,000? Really? $18,000? How, how, about, how about your papers? What Done. do they call that? Your the pa- My pink slip? Your pinks. Done. Yeah, yeah. Ra- racing for pink slips? Done. All right, done. Pink slips it is. Okay, what I'm going to do right now is pull up the scene from Cannonball Run. All right, do it. I don't care what scene. I'm telling you when they drive. So what? What does that mean that that's his car? That's not his that's car. That's his car. It is not his car. That is his car. You guys want to take this argument? He's driving <laughs> this gray panel van in the exact same way I described it. And he gets I, pulled I'm over. I'm familiar with the scene. I'm familiar with the scene. That's not the car they race in. All right. So what do you say now? We'll settle this one in a little bit, and then I'm going to drive home in Adam Rank's car, <laughs> or should I say Adam Rank's former car. In the meantime, here's what happened. Uh, a couple days ago, Steve Smith paid us a visit here at NFL Network. It was a great thrill for him to visit us in Studio 66. If you're not familiar, we've talked to him on the phone, what, uh, Black Tie? Probably a half dozen times during the season and then Eight after. Times. And um, the my, and the most recent visit over the phone was after the Pro Bowl and all the Bounty Gate stuff, all the news was coming out about it and everything. And he went one step further that he was told that if he that by a DB from the Saints, this is was the contention of Steve Smith that if the, that the Saints DB said that he was told by the coaches he would be fined if Steve's if he didn't take shots at Steve Smith, which is different. That's worse than we'll give you money 
if you hit the other team. If you don't do it, we're taking money away from you. You're going to get fined, which is worse. It became a little bit of a story, and he was asked about it in, in uh, various other media. So anyway, we, we talked to him about that. We got to see him, and it was a great joy. Unfortunately, his time was very short because he was being pulled in a million different directions when he was in here. One and two, I was running a little bit late that day, and <laughs> so I showed up uh, about a minute after Steve Smith himself walked into Studio 66. So right now, take a listen to our, uh, our, our meet and greet with the great Steve Smith. You listen to Dave And joining us in studio right now, in studio, I know it's weird to say because he joins us regularly on the Dave Damashek football program, it is number 89 himself, Mr. Steve Smith. Steve, how are you doing today? Is this my man? Hey, yeah. what's going on? <laughs> Steve Smith, I'm late for, the, for our own show here. All right, yeah. They finally joined us. Look who walked in. After Sub hours, Mr. hours. Mr. Hollywood. Steve Smith is no joining us. No one's more humiliated about this Steve than I am, Smith. Steve Smith. Welcome to our home, Studio 66. Or as a lot of people refer to it, the house that Steve Smith built. That's true. <laughs> I like that. They do. They can do. I get, can I get some residual from that? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, you know what we need? I want mine in stocks. We need at least, yeah, it's, it's really true, we need one of these, but times two. We need We need. Now, how about one. just? How about one is just... Somebody know that I was here. How about that? Because that way, is that yeah, cool? We, we can have him sign the wall. Start. Yeah, we should. What are they going to do? The, the 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 NFL. You know how they are. They like things just so. They like yeah. everything you. But so what? You'll sign. Maybe this is the door. Yeah, let's have him sign. The All door. right, we'll do that in a minute. A new tradition. Well, it figures it to start with Steve Smith because. Like I said, he is the guy who joins us all the time regularly. We enjoy having him on. The fans love having you on. That's the biggest really? thing is that people on Twitter, and it's not, you know, it's obviously more than just Carolina fans, but everybody loves Steve Smith. Probably more than us. Because you're a straight shooter. That's yeah. why. That gets me in tr- it got me in trouble a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> did you get in any trouble, by the way, speaking of trouble, or did, or, or did uh, anybody from Carolina, from the league, the last time you were on the phone with us, yeah. You talked about the thing. Yeah, with the the Saints. Yeah, no, nobody. You elevated the thing to to saying that uh, you talked to one of the players. It it just came, you know, the individual that said something, it was a while back when he said something. And then when Mm -hmm. it all came, it was like, you know, it just kind of clicked. But, I mean, it's just one of those things, um, you know, hey, we've all stopped at that gas station, you know. So, hey, let's Mm -hmm. just, just. Keep going down the road. So be it. All right. I I, I see where you're coming from. Now, speaking of going forward, let's look forward to – well, first of all, let's talk about uh, what you've got going on with uh, Samaritan's Feet. Talk about that for a minute. Well, you you know, uh, it's a great opportunity for me to kind of – as I transition out, at some point I will transition out, uh, whether they throw you, kick you, or escort (laughs) you uh, out. uh, You will, at some point, your career and whatever you do, you will – at some point transition out. And so um, here in Carolina, uh, we have a, we, there's a guy named uh, Imani Ahome uh, who started an organization called Samaritan's Feet. And basically what we do is give away shoes and socks um, to underprivileged people, not just kids and children, but underprivileged people uh, here domestically in the United States and then also as well as internationally. And so it's a pretty unique opportunity. Um, and why am I with it? What do I gain of it? Is really uh, it's right there in my backyard in Charlotte. Um, and also too, I love shoes. Um, so it's a great opportunity. And then it's also it's another way to leave your imprint um, on a, in a way that uh, we all strive and try to figure out how can we do something that's unique, um, but at the same time not uh, also as a football player. 
and I am a non-businessman, try not to do it myself and try to uh, reinvent the wheel. You know, it's never been done. The the wheel will never be reinvented. You can't. Um, So it's an opportunity. So I work underneath them kind of as an NFL ambassador uh, because that's my first job. But at the same time, my second job with my family, it gives me an opportunity to serve with my family. So we we go around. and here in, uh, at the Los Angeles Rescue Mission, we, we're giving out about uh, 500, 700 pairs of shoes uh, to some homeless, uh, unfortunate people. But the unique part of it with the Samaritans part is uh, just giving without expecting anything re- in return. Uh, we wash their feet. You know, you can't give somebody new clothes or new new shoes, some new kicks. Uh, you know, go ahead and wash their feet. I think it's, it's the most humbling thing you could do is get on your knees wash their feet and tell them, uh, hey, I know you're going through some tough times. Uh, I know you think that there's people that don't don't care about you. I know people have told you uh, you're not going to mount anything. It gives them an opportunity um, to be uh, waited on, to be served by people that they have no clue who I am. Uh, some of them don't. So it, it's a great opportunity and and uh, it's self-fulfilling, uh, but it's also um, it's self-examining. It shows that something so insignificant in this huge huge world of the tech of the industry the 24-hour media on football all that stuff that there's someone right now in charlotte uh uh, peru uh, in los angeles or in uh some some small backwoods uh in mississippi a wife uh, a a mother a aunt an uncle a grandmother grandfather is uh, really trying to make a decision on that 14-year-old kid that they've adopted or they've taken under their wing, become the, the guardian. He's he's a 14 or 15 or he's a 16 shoe. And in this day and age, you know, in this recession, in this bad times, Nike isn't in a recession. Reebok, hmm. you know, these people, a size 16 shoe is a pretty expensive shoe. Mm-hmm. And so you give the opportunity we get to fill that void. Great uh, cause that you're a part of there, Steve Smith. Good for you. Not just giving money either, going around and yeah, doing we, it I'm yourself. Feet. And everything. I'm, invest- I'm invested as far as uh, giving, as far as my family as well. So it's not just, uh, hey, give us your money mm-hmm. or give us your shoes. You know, me and my family, we've donated. Uh, we've donated uh, just off the bat uh, $50,000 and have a commitment of keep going and, 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 and just – Heading it. Well, we know you're generous because you took, uh, we talked about it a few months ago, you took all your receiver pals and their families and the coaches and everybody out to Hawaii when you were a pro bowler. Now let's talk about 2012 coming up. You've been there in the OTAs and everything else. How does everything, well, you know, I should tell you, this guy over here, Rank, picks you guys to actually go to the playoffs this year. What do you I think about you that? I have winning the NFC South. You have them winning the division. I have them so winning the division. I thought you was just a so wild card. The, but yes. the question is, as you're bragging about him. Yeah. Yeah, who are you? Yeah, yeah. who's your pick, by oh, the way? No, no, no. Who not, did you? Not Carolina. Weren't, weren't no. you saying it was Tampa Bay or somebody? No, well, well I think yeah, I, I think Tampa maybe. Atlanta so has some interesting wide receivers. You think receivers. Tampa's better than Carolina? Um, New Orleans, they're going to have some question marks. So, I mean, it's too tough, Steve. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen this year. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? How do you feel? I mean, are you I, feeling like this division is is winnable for you guys, or at least that you can achieve enough that you get into the NFC uh, playoffs, even as a wild card? I I think we hold our own. We withhold and we hold our own destiny. We have the ability to be a great team, and we have the ability to be a bad team. 
And so we, we have to do one or the other. We got to show up uh, or uh, it's not going to be pretty. Um, and I think uh, Coach Rivera said it best. Uh, he put up a thing when we started OTAs and said, we are four games better than what we were the year before. So don't throw a party and don't think you've arrived. So I, I like that. It's interesting. I think the specific issue on offense is you're you're loaded in the backfield now. The, the, you add Mike Tolbert to already f- uh, filled backfield. You gangbuster season last year, Cam Newton. I expect you know all the stuff you're hearing out of camp is that he looks even better. That there's not going to be a sophomore slump. Time will tell with that. What about Brandon LaFelser? Who is going to step up to be a second option for you? I'm I'm tired of seeing you getting doubled all the time. Well, I don't, I don't necessarily say it's a sex, there's a second option. You know, LaFell, uh, Brandon's done an extremely great job. You know, they had Legadu Nane they brought in because mm-hmm. he was in this system. We all kind of struggled early uh, because of the shortened um, uh, learning uh, process with the lockout situation. Um, so I think LaFell, Brandon, um, I wouldn't necessarily say he's a viable option as, as the second option. I think uh, he's a wide receiver that's out there just like me. And uh, he brings to the table the versatility and the ability to uh, become a very, very good receiver in this in this league. And so I don't really say that we need to have a viable second option. I think people need to understand and respect that he will be a phenomenal player. Um, and the reason why maybe some of the things that were um, he didn't get the accolade, accolades and, and the respect is two things. We had a short time to learn a lot of information. And then uh, Legadu came in, and Legadu performed very well. But Legadu had a, a, a heads up on all of us. He knew what he was doing plus us. So there was a lot of times where I'm looking at him like, uh, I need some help as well. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, so and he was a veteran. So you, you throw that into the mix. And then LaFell pulled a hamstring uh, in training camp. So that put him back. Um, so he was always fighting back with that. And 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 then, you know, the first his rookie year, uh, that was a rough year to be your first uh, your first rodeo. You know, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, he got on he he got in a rodeo in a game of donkey. You know, and it was a tough ride. And, and and for a young guy, he wasn't able to shake that. And I think rightly, rightfully so. That's what makes young guys young guys, that sometimes put in the wrong situation, it can have a reverse as, aspect on you that um, isn't healthy. But he's shaking it off with the new coaching staff, um, expecting more out of us. We have a full year that we actually know what we're doing, not just doing it and having cheat cards to try to figure it out on the run we kind of get to sit down and say this is called this and this is why you know and then having a thorough explanation really helps not just him helps me helps cam it helps everybody so i think um he's not going to be a second option he is Number 11, Brandon LaFell, starting wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers that will uh, catch passes like he did against Tampa Bay. And it's going to require guys like me and other guys to do their jobs where a guy catches a ball and you go out there and go get somebody. You go block. And so uh, he he doesn't show spurts of abilities to play. I think uh, he, he, he showed everybody he has and will be 
uh, a phenomenal player. Do you see what we're doing here, Rank? Ultimately, yeah. what Brandon LaFell is, is experiencing, you know, if he's listening from what we're doing here in Studio 66, we're good cop, bad cop, and the whole team here. See, you're you're the good cop. You're saying I've so, always been the bad cop. Usually. I believe, but not <laughs> here. You're giving, you're being the good. Oh, listen, Brandon LaFell, you're number 11. You're a, a legitimate NFL player. We're a playoff team. I'm bad cop and Steve Smith here to his mm-hmm. face, you see? Yeah. I don't think you can do it, Steve Smith. Now you have to What's, prove me wrong. I said you're not going to the playoffs. Well, you know, um, if we do, we do. If we don't, we don't. But at the end of the I can't argue with that. But at the end of the day, um, the NFL game is not played in Studio 66 with a nice highlighted board and you get to make the different colors and you get to say this. It's played, (laughs) you know, it's played within the trenches. And so uh, whether we make it or we don't, our stock doesn't rise or fall based on your predictions. You know? I don't appreciate that. Yeah. I feel like I'm being attacked right now. You right. should be. You should feel that way. <laughs> the only thing is, is I feel bad because a lot of these players, they like to come out and say, nobody believed in us. Nobody. See, I'm saying that I do believe in you. Yeah. And you can't say that. The, when you're in the locker room in January. Say, say, in the one playoffs. guy. One guy. <laughs> believed. Actually, when we make the playoffs, mm-hmm. when we do the call. I will actually probably have a pie, probably a mince meat pie, my grandpa's Ooh, favorite. Very mm-hmm. nice. Here, ready at Studio 66, so you can eat it. All right, that's good. And it. you have to say, look, no one believed in us besides that fat bald guy in Studio 66 <laughs> last I, summer. I, I just, I just want, I want him to watch you eat it. Yes. Uh, I'm talking about cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you ever had mince meat pie? I, I, I have had a bite of it, yes, yeah. and I like it. Well, yes. you're going to eat more than a bite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, I know you took some ballroom dancing classes. As you go, you have a full day here at the NFL. Why don't you and Rank dance? Why don't we see what you have? Because we have the video camera here. That's, that's you're gonna, cool. No. You're not going to no. do it? No. Mm-hmm. I, you know, uh, this is a liberal state, and I'm born and raised here, but uh, <laughs> me and uh, – I'm I'm just I'm a grown man. And I'm not going to dance with another grown man. I see. Mm-hmm. All right, listen. Uh, yeah, it, uh, I'm not going to press you on that one. It's been hey, a pleasure. Seem, you seem real too eager to watch us. Too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Run free. Go like you do. I am always amazed. The thing I've said about you throughout your career is I am always stunned by your not just your speed and everything. But they, obviously, you have always been the centerpiece of every offense you've been in, at least in uh, in terms of passing. That you are always running so wide open. I in my in the last twenty years, I can't recall a wide receiver who consistently gets as wide open as you do when you are the centerpiece of the offense. So small, small guys, you know, so is that what just, it is? Yeah, you, they lose sight of you. Where would yeah, he go? Oh, that's, there that's, he is. He's twenty pink, yards behind. That's us. that pink panther. You know, he just kind of <laughs> just sneak through. All right, I don't want uh, the commission, everybody else, and Rich Eisen getting mad at me for uh, for taking up too much of your time here in Studio 66. So go ahead, Steve Smith. Enjoy your time on the network, but we appreciate you carving out a few minutes for us here in Studio 66. It's been a pleasure to finally Absolutely. meet face-to-face here appreciate after talking Absolutely. to you on the phone. So much. Let's get him to sign that door. And we're oh, yes, good. that's what that's we got. coming, though. <laughs> I, I, th- I thought wait. being nice to you at the end would make you forget no, about nope. that. No, I'm going deli- to have it. Yeah. Nobody's going to forget. I'm, I'm, I'm Going in my 12th year, I've saved a little bit of money. I'm going to use some of that on you. Ah, yeah, well, we didn't even have time to talk to him about the BCS. We got to go. go. He's got to go. We'll He's got talk, to go. We'll call you up on the phone. We'll talk to you about the, the play about the BCS playoffs and all that jazz sometime okay. soon. Okay, appreciate right. it. Ah, there he goes. What a, it was a good guy, huh, Ray? Yeah, he was great. Nice fella. What we, you know, uh, he was when he when he, before he came in too. He um, he, 
whoever was bringing him around didn't didn't prep him of who he was coming to see. And so he walked in. We're waiting, you know, we're waiting for Dave. We're waiting for Steve. And he comes in. I'm like, hey, Steve, you know, Adam Rank, great to meet you. I go, just, you know, so you know who's who. Go, I'm, I'm the guy who's the Lakers fan. And he goes, oh, man, he was so excited. He's like, you're the guy? That's who I'm coming? I'm like, yeah, nobody told you that's who you're coming to see? He goes, no, no, no. Call you guys all the time. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. And so he came in. And you got to give them, you know, a lot of these guys go through what they call the car wash. And they're expecting a lot of they go on three go or four on different, three different shows. things. They're going on, you know, other, you know, total access and maybe doing a hit for fantasy football. And so his demeanor completely changed. Like, oh, okay, so I'm not going to be asked a thousand times what Cam Newton's like. My and demeanor he, changed entirely when he promised to send out a, a mince meat a pie. A mince meat pie. Right. I'm looking forward to having that. And at the end, I spoke to him and he said that that was the podcast was his favorite part of the day. Of all the five or six different things he did. Coming in here was his favorite. Bit. Is that Seeing jive? You guys. No, that's the true story. Is that true? That's the true story. Well, what's really? great is he signed the door. Now, we've had a lot of people in Studio 66 over the past year, since mm-hmm. uh, or whatever, six months since we moved into Studio 66. We've had Clay Matthews and Demarcus Ware and Wes Welker and Ryan Clark and Steven Jackson and Brandon Lloyd. But and so I'm, I'm I sort of feel like wow it's too bad that they didn't sign the door because we'd have a pretty nice uh, little Hall of Fame going on the door there. But then again, yeah. Steve Smith has been our most regular guest since uh, since we opened the door here, so it's only fitting that he would uh, he would be the first name up there. Handsome Hank, it was a pleasure to see you. Thank you. Rank. Yep. And Black Dye, nice to see you. Feelings mutual. And uh, Steve Smith, a pleasure to finally have you. Don't be a stranger, even if it's by telephone. We love talking to you over there in Carolina. We'll be back with uh, more Huey and Applesauce next week. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.